we can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to welcome you guys to another episode of emotional healing from any trauma, from any setbacks, from any sorrows, from anything that caused you emotional distress. You are not alone. We can all heal and help each other heal with the right mindset, right? So it's a lot of steps we have to do and overcome and achieve and work on as we emotional heal, as we decide to think more positive, as we grow into who we were created to be. Now, with that being said, today's topic would be focusing on your goals. It's a lot of things that distract us, right? Social media can be one of them. I know I'm on social media, but on social media, I am encouraging others. But I love to laugh. I love to see other people um, striving to, to do better, to to start their own, to see good families out there doing just different things on social media, but it can get distracting. So at one point, you have to put a lot of distractions to the side. And I know when you are emotional healing, it's good to take a rest, right? Not to always focus on what you have to do, all the things that need to get done. But it comes a time where you really have to do them, right? You want to always keep that in the back of your mind. Yes, it's time. It's good to take a day of rest or a couple of days of rest. Yes, it's good to have fun. Yes, it's good to get out and enjoy yourself but you have to realize life does continue to go on right and you want to keep your goals at the number one center whatever your goals is whether that's family whether that's being open-minded whether that's working on being more kind whether that's working on being more understanding because all of that is part of emotional healing right when we are emotional healing we are coming back to a place of love for ourselves for our uh, for others we are letting go of past trauma we are realizing we are not victims but that we are victors and that we can achieve great things now that we learned from every lesson whether good or bad no matter what the situation was no matter what environment it was right it was something that made us say that I can do better or I can heal from whatever it was that I went through so with that being said I'll be giving tips on how to focus more on your goals again I'm not judging no one if you take time out because we all need a time out from working on just constantly working on different things that we have to get done or things that um, we desire to get done but you do have to do the work it's nothing wrong with taking a day of rest it's nothing wrong with taking a break it's nothing wrong with reassessing what you need to do to make things work if they have failed in the past it's nothing wrong with trying to have an open mind but you have to work on it right so I'll be giving steps on how to focus on your goals and let 
let go of so many distractions, giving yourself some time for everything that you are trying to achieve. Nothing happens overnight, right? It's one step at a time, but we have to work or work on whatever goal we have set for ourselves or where we want to see ourselves in the future. And then you guys know that I am a woman of God. I will be speaking on Nehemiah the prophet, right? We all know where if you are a Bible reader, right? I love the Bible because it just lets us know that we have not uh, went through some of these experiences by ourselves. Is those who have went before us have experienced some of the same things and they have learned, they have overcame, and the only reason they won in life and overcame setbacks, things that didn't happen, things that went wrong, things that they done wrong, right? By adding God in their life. So that's why I always tell you guys to add God a part of your emotional healing because he's the only one that help you keep your emotional healing and continue to grow you spiritually and wiser, right? So this is what happened with Nehemiah when he had to focus on his goal. He had a goal to rebuild his family, right? To rebuild the love in his family, to have everybody having faith back in God and believing in himself. So that was his goal. And I will speak on how he accomplished his goal with all the distractions, with the feelings of feeling inadequate, quit, and just different things. But he held on to God in faith and in prayer. And this is what God wants us to do. So this should be a great show today. Stay tuned. After this commercial break, I will be speaking on staying focused on your goals as you emotionally heal. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walissa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walissa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys I was going to give you some tips on how to be more focused and less distracted. It's so many things that can catch us by surprise, right? That can draw our attention and we can get further and further behind in our goals. And some people give up on what they plan to do 
whether that was emotional healing, whether that was starting a business, whether that was working on weight loss or gaining weight or being more nicer or being more creative. It's a lot of goals that we set for ourselves. Whatever personal goal you set for yourself, it can be done. It can happen. You got to have the right mindset, right? You have to be open-minded to things will come up. Sometimes when you time a certain goal or say you want to accomplish things, you can make it um, a goal, right? And you can set a time, but don't get upset and give up on your goal if that timeline does not happen. You just want to create another timeline and continue to work on that goal. And the way we start focusing on our goal, we have to realize what focusing is, right? Focusing is a body-orientated process of self-awareness and emotional healing. Emotional healing is it's tied to focusing, right? Because if you are healthy in your mind, you're thinking positive, you're dreaming big, you're believing in yourself, right? You're more quick to focus. And that's why I'm saying it's a body-orientated process because you're working on your mind, spirit, and body. So you can focus on what you're trying to achieve and accomplish throughout life or whatever goal that you are having, right? And you have to speak positive affirmations to yourself. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that these goals can be done no matter how long it takes. Like I was saying, sometimes it takes longer than what we thought and people give up on it. You just want to keep going, whether it was setbacks that got you distracted, right? Whether it was something that a relationship, we do know relationships get in the midst of different things that we set for ourselves, but you have to set time apart for yourself, for your personal goals, besides relationships with other people, whether romantic or platonic, for your job, for your bills, for your kids, what you want to do in life. And if you want to get better emotionally, it all starts with learning how to focus and believe and being uh, emotionally well and healthy, right? And that does not come overnight. You have to really encourage yourself. If you have no one that you feel like you can trust or believing in you, you have to believe in yourself. You have to be working on mind, spirit, body, and soul. Another thing to do when you're focusing, well, we're going to get into the next definition of focus. Focus is working through distrustful emotions because like I said, there's so many things that can catch us by surprise, whether good or bad, and then we forget all about our goals. So time management is one way to to focus more on your goals. Setting the time, setting the date, if you over do the date right or if you have to start over or if it get done before then you want to celebrate those milestones the small goals first right because the big goals are going to take a lot of time you can give yourself a, a set time date right a couple of years five years but we know as life will have it right different things come up and things take time but if you have small goals like you're saying hey i'm gonna start thinking more positive hey i'm gonna cut off 
certain type of foods that I'm eating because it's making me gain weight or it's making me lazy or I'm not going to do this no more. And you do it and you consistently do it, whether that's for a week, whether that's for two weeks, whether that's for three weeks, celebrate yourself, celebrate that milestone, those small goals. You also want to know what keeps you motivated, right? What makes you want to do this goal? Because that's what make you focus on it, right? What makes you want to do whatever you plan or, or said that you was going to do? Sometimes you can use negativity as motivation, right? Because there's so many people that go against you when you start dreaming big or you say that you can do certain things. So you want to understand what motivates you. What motivates you should be achievement, right? How would you feel if you achieved one of your goals, especially a big goal and a small goal, right? You will feel good and that make you want to plan another goal. So like I said, celebrate those achievements. And then once you achieve a goal, you want to add incentives. What would you reward yourself after you achieved a goal? Because we all know that if you don't work hard, you shouldn't play hard. But if you worked hard and you see your your vision, your plan, your goal come together, you see that you have been happy and more excited, what would you give yourself? That incentive is, are you going to treat yourself to a nice dinner? Are you going to take yourself out for a massage? Are you going to go to a comedy show? Are you going to take a trip? Because everybody deserves something to reward themselves with after working so hard, after putting in so much work, paying bills, raising kids, working on your mindset, right? Being a helping hand to others, whatever goal you are working on, whether that's in ministry, whether that's to to climb up the, the ladder in your job, in your career, whether that's raising kids, it's a lot of different goals that we have to work on and things that can be very hard on us because things come one after another, but we have to learn to focus and then we have to plan to reward ourselves after each goal that we accomplish because that will keep you motivated. That will keep you happy, right? If no one else celebrates you, you'll be able to say, hey, I deserve this trip or hey, I deserve taking myself out. I deserve to do this because I work so hard. Don't nobody know how hard you work or how hard it was to achieve certain goals but you so you have to set a, a reward a reward for yourself after every achievement another thing that can motivate you and keep you focused right is fear sometimes fear is a bad things right but you have to learn to do your goals afraid of course we think of all the things that can go wrong who we don't have who don't support us but if you want to do anything big or you believe in God to assist you with anything in your life and you feel like you can accomplish it, no matter who's going to laugh at you, no matter how it goes right, if you stepped out in faith and you tried it, afraid, you never know what can come out of it, right? Even if you fail at it a couple of times, if you keep going, you can celebrate yourself because at least you try, right? And then you can keep going. Let that fear motivate you. You don't want to let fear stop you from trying to achieve certain goals, from changing, from being a positive person, from being a faith-filled person, no matter what people may say, how people may belittle you, how you don't have any support 
or how you think you can't do it right with God on your side, with adding prayer in your life and taking one step at a time, that fear can help motivate you in a powerful way and help you focus on achieving the goal that you have. Another thing you want to do is write down your goals. We do know sometimes people are not big writers, right? So I like the little sticky notes, right? I have sticky notes with Bible verses because I am a woman of God. I also have sticky notes of positive things about myself. I have word and things around me because that's what keep me focused on trying to stay positive, on trying to be motivated and keep going. Or for my fashion line, right? I have pictures of fashion and home decor around me. I love pretty things. Now, that's just me. Whatever motivates you to your goal, you want to write notes. If you write a letter, if you're trying to write a book, you want to read different books, right? You want to visualize yourself, your goal, your outcome, and what you want to see come to pass in your life. And even if you mess up, even if you fall back, even if you are afraid, you want to keep going because it will come to pass. You just cannot give up. And if you so happen to give up, get back into it, right? Start um, encouraging yourself that I can do this little steps at a time. So writing down your goals, putting out different things that remind you of what you want to do or what you want to accomplish, something that will remind you, hey, stay focused. This is what you're trying to do. This is what you want to do, right? Another thing you want to do is consider your work environment. Everybody need a space where they can be alone, where they can create or what they're trying to do, have a, a minute apart so you can read and evaluate the different things you want to do. Now, you can either listen to music. I know music motivates me too. Spiritual music, sometimes some secular music motivates me, right, for certain things I have been through and how I overcome. But I love nothing that's like spiritual music to me, right? Because it just, it lifts up my spirit. It makes me want to smile and make me full of joy. So if you can't play your music really loud, because maybe you're around a lot of people or in a big environment, get you some headphones, right? Lay down, relax, listen to some motivated music that will bring a smile to your face, doing all the stress and distress. And another thing you want to do is share your, your, your goals with people you feel like that you can trust or people who have similar goals, right? Because you never know who you can connect with, who you can grow with, who may know a little bit about the area that you are in or trying to go in, right? Don't be so closed off. And I know when you go through emotional healing from trauma and setbacks and different things, we are very guarded, right? We don't trust too many people because not everybody is who they claim to be and not not everybody wish well for you, but you have to be, can't be so afraid that you can't open up at all anymore, right? Because you never know who God may put in your path that can help you and grow you and, and be a blessing to you. But you do want to 
people out people character, right? Because not everybody has to be spiritual. God can use anybody to bless you in your life. You just have to have an open mind. If they got a talent or they got wisdom in different things and they are willing to help you, then be willing to connect and ask people for different advice or how they would do certain things. People you feel like you can trust are okay, right? They ain't got to be your best friend, but maybe they can help you get to the next level and help you achieve your goal with information you may not know at the time. So be open-minded to connect with certain people, right? And you don't have to be their best friend, but you can grow and learn from others. If they're willing to help you, don't turn down help, right? The last but not least, I want to say you want to have accountability for yourself and for others. If you're trying to create a goal with other people, y'all want to hold each other accountable. If you say, hey, we going to sleep at nine o'clock, let's go to sleep at nine o'clock, right? Let that other person say, hey, it's this time to go to sleep at nine o'clock or you said you was going to do this and you do the same thing. But if you don't have nobody that you're going half and half with goals and trying to see each other come up and it's only you, then you hold yourself accountable, right? Be able to know when you're making mistakes. Be able to know when you have failed off focus, right? Be able to know when you're slipping and sliding down from what you are trying to achieve so you can get back on the right path. So with that being said, I want to speak on a prophet Nehemiah after. After this commercial break, the man of God who set goals, who had fear, who felt inadequate, who was doing quite well, right? But he had a compassionate heart. And when you are emotional healing, right, you are coming back to a place of love. So he, he was not a selfish person, right? He made sure he was straight first, but his love for his family and people made him sad, right? Because it wasn't just about him. That's why emotional healing, yes, you got to have self-love. Yes, you have to set boundaries. Yes, you have to work on yourself. But when you come up, you always want to send the elevator back down. And this is what Nehemiah did. So after this commercial break, I will be speaking on a prophet Nehemiah and his story of how he had to stay focused through so many different setbacks, sorrows, fear, and everything. But he accomplished his mission and his goal with God by his side with prayer and through fear. And if he can do it, so can we. So stay tuned after this commercial break. So the song says that mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe. Because yes, we can see it. That wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all says, and bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe. Yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do. 
Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I hope you guys are enjoying this show on learning how to be more focused and less distracted as you emotionally heal. We know healing is a journey all in itself, right? Especially if you are healing from trauma and toxicity, right? And a lot of things distract us. And sometimes distractions can be good, right? Because you don't want to face all the pain, all the memories, all the things all at once. We do have to take time out to get our mind from focusing on what what went wrong, what happened, what we did wrong, who was against us, right? But once we start taking steps toward emotional healing and realize that everything that happened to us happened for us to wake us up to who we are really supposed to be, then we can start writing down our goals and dreaming on how we can show back up in life, right? If you failed at life and in the past, right, you can win in life in your future. It's not about how you start, right? It's how you end. And after going through a lot of setbacks, a lot of different struggles, good and bad, right? You kind of know as you grow and age and start to emotionally heal what is good for you and what is not right. And as you emotionally heal, like I said, that's coming back to a place of compassion, love, understanding, right? You want to start connecting with those type of people. You want to put yourself in those type of environments. Now, sometimes you just can't pack up and move from negativity to positivity like that, whether that's emotional or physical, right? But you can take little steps at a time, creating goals on how you're going to come out, on how you're going to change certain behaviors and patterns and certain people that you are around. It takes time. Nothing happens overnight, whether that's changing from negative to positive, whether that's starting a business, whether that's raising a family, whether that's doing anything, going to school, right? Trying to start a career, trying to grow in a career, trying to apply for different jobs. There's so many goals that we can set for ourselves. And sometimes they don't come to pass because we don't have a plan. So creating a plan, creating a time limit. And even if you have to go past that time limit, that's the first step of being focused, right? You got to focus, right? I I said, hey, I'm going to do this by that certain time. Even if it don't get done by that certain time, but you have been working on it, even though we are quick to get distracted, especially like I said, if you've been through trauma and you are healing from trauma, sometimes it's hard to face the painful memories, but you have to encourage yourself. You have to think positive. Like I always tell you guys, no one can be positive 365 days a week, but you shouldn't be negative 365 days a week. And then you have to learn how to get out of the victim mentality and work on 
thinking you are a survivor, a overcomer, a victor, right? And you can set goals. You can show up as the person you are dreaming to become and as you emotionally heal and set a new goal for yourself, dream a new dream for yourself, right? If everything crashed down in the past, then you can rebuild yourself back up, rework on different goals, right? Always be trying to be focused on what you can do to better yourself emotionally, spiritually, or physically, or how you can help others overcome certain pains and different things that you have went through. So with that being said, I want to speak on the prophet Nehemiah. Now we do know if you are a Bible reader, <clears throat> Nehemiah was cupbearer to the king. That means that in his day and age, right, he was favored. He had a high position. He was favored by this king and queen. He can get different things for them. He was a ruler up under them. But because he had worked on himself, he had moved away from his town, which was Jerusalem, where his family and where he grew up with, right? Just to start a new life, to have a better life, to, to be in a different career field. And things was going well for Nehemiah, right? He wasn't a perfect person, but he had worked hard to prove himself that he was trustworthy, that he can do the job that he applied for. And no telling how he lived in Jerusalem right he could have been poor and became middle class when he moved from Jerusalem because sometimes you have to start over where you're going to prosper at where God is leading you to may not be the same city state and town or around the same people you grew up with or came up with in the family that's why you have to have an open mind when God is getting ready to do something new in your life or when God decides to bless you because he see your effort he see you praying and you're crying out to him because you want a change in your life. God will move. He will give you the signs, right? He will put different people in your path to let you know he's trying to move you to a different area, a new beginning to open up your mind. You just have to follow God's lead, right? And understand when God is talking to you, that's why you pray for the spirit of discernment. Now, with that being said, like I said, Nehemiah was cupbearer to the king. That means he was like in a high position. He was doing fairly well for himself. He had proved himself, been working for this family and doing good things. But he had one of his family members that came to visit him from where he grew up with in Jerusalem. And he was asking about his brothers, his sister, his family, how everybody doing. And when he told them bad news about the family he's saying like man the walls of jerusalem have been turned uh, tore down they are in great trouble and in disgrace so he was saying they living in shame like they don't have no faith he came with number bad news and now this saddened Nehemiah because he was a loving person. He had worked on his emotional health. He knew how it was living in that city and town. That's why he prayed and to God and asked God to lead him to be in a better position in his life. But like I said, as you emotionally heal, you have compassion for others. And Nehemiah's compassion was for his family. He didn't want to be the only one that 
<clears throat> got the healing from God, to got the good things that happened in his life from God, to grow and prosper from God, and his family is living in disgrace and ashamed, and they barely doing well. They had lost faith, right? So the enemy was having a field day in his family back in the town where he came from. So what Nehemiah did, he leaned on God like he did when he moved from Jerusalem to co-live in this other town. He said, God, and he even put himself in a prayer, right? Me and my father's house have sinned against you horribly. I'm hearing that my family is back home living in disgrace, living in shame, right? The enemy is having to field day through my family. And you call me to love God. And I thank you for everything you have done. But I am sad right now because I don't want to see my family living in disgrace and don't have no hope, don't have no faith. They not dreaming. They don't think of nothing positive to do. They don't know that it's a better way to live life or that they don't have to live like that, that change needs to be needed in order to get their blessings and favor back from God. So Nehemiah had an awesome prayer. And I think that was Nehemiah 1.3. If y'all let's go read Nehemiah 1.3. You will see his prayer to God and it just show his compassion for his his family. So he asked God to get him favor to his boss so he can leave to go back home to try to install faith back in the people and love back in his family. But he knew that his the boss and the people he worked for, they weren't going to give him so much time off. He They only probably would have gave him a few days, but he knew God can do anything if God touched their heart, right? If God changed their mind, then they would give him the time he needed to go spend with his family to let them know of the ways of God to be a loving person, to dream big, to to know that their mistakes didn't define them, that they just had to change the way they think and believe in themselves, right? So he prayed to God. He, he was very much afraid. He felt inadequate because he didn't really think his family would even look at him as nobody to listen to because he probably had been away from them for years, right? But his goal was to restore and rebuild his family hope and faith in God. And he wanted to see them prosper and doing better and not want to hear those those negative reports that one of his family members came to him and told him about when he came to visit. So when he prayed to God, God had to touch the king and queen heart. The king and queen granted him how much ever time he needed to go restore the faith back in his family. Now, when he was going to do this, he had all type of opposition. Like I told you guys, when you decide to do something different, when you start dreaming of goals and things that you that you want to accomplish or you feel like you can do, you are going to face opposition. It was other people in Nehemiah's town that heard that he was coming to call himself to rebuild the faith back in the people, to, uh, to have them to care and think positive about themselves, that they don't have to do certain things, that they can help him rebuild the family, the town, the city that they was in. He had some naysayers and some haters that tried to stop him. All type of things was coming up, just terrible things. But Nehemiah kept his faith in God. He kept praying and he kept saying, we're going to do this. When he got back home, he faced opposition, right? No, but some people didn't want to change. Some people didn't want to help him, but some people was just tired of going through the negativity, right? And the enemy just 
are having a field day in their life and they start listening right and saying, hey, we going to help you rebuild the, this family. We going to help you walk in love. We going to help you be an example to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem so we can have faith back in God so we can get our blessings too. So a lot of people that didn't like Jeremiah, I mean, Nehemiah was going against him, and but it was a lot of people that was glad he showed up to, to show the love of God, to give them inspiration, to include them in his goal and, and seeing his family restored. And God did it for Nehemiah. God would do it for us. And anytime you have any goal, whether you're dreaming big, whether that's emotional healing, whether that's changing from negative to positive, whether that's starting a business, whether that's going to school, whether that's, you know, moving, whatever uh, goal you have, you are going to face opposition. It's going to be people that don't believe in you. It's going to be people that try to stop you. It's going to be people that mock you and laugh at you. It went. It happened to Nehemiah. It happened to Jesus. It happened to Elijah. It happened to David. And these are great people in the Bible. And we know Jesus was God himself in the flesh. And people did this to our own creator. So imagine what they would do to us. So if you put God in your emotional healing or include God in your goals and your plans, no matter how afraid you are, no matter how inadequate you feel that you uh, you are, no matter how you don't know how it's going to get done, whether you have the money or not, no matter how long you think it'll take, if you stay connected to God and you still, you take baby steps, right? And you continue to pray and you continue, if you fall, learn from your mistakes and get back up again and climb back up that mountain, trying to do something positive, trying to dream another dream, trying to make another goal, trying to be open-minded, showing more kindness and love to other people. Good things will chase you down, right? God will bless you. And if God bless you and if God is for you, no one can be against you. You are going to have your naysayers, right? You're going to have people that don't believe in you, that want to stop you, but you have to believe in yourself because not everybody is going to be like that. God will put people in your life, right? In different seasons that are for you, that do believe in you, that will want to help you, but you have to have an open mind. You have to have the gift of the sermon. You have to stay in prayer to God and you have to do the work, taking steps at a time to focus on what you're trying to accomplish even if you mess up, you want to get back up again and start over because it's not over until God says it's over. Celebrate your milestones, right? Celebrate yourself when you do accomplish a goal. And whether that's rebuilding your family, rebuilding love, rebuilding faith, just like Nehemiah starting in ministry, starting a business, whatever goal you have, if you pray about it and you're taking the steps to learn about it and you you're doing certain steps and you're making changes in your life from negative to positive, it will happen for you. You can't put a time limit on when it's going to happen. You can put a time limit on certain goals, but you don't know when that big goal will come to pass. But God does and he sees your effort. He will bless your effort, especially if you're working on keeping a good heart and an open mind and knowing that your goals will not only be 
looked at and overcame by you, right? But those who watched you suffer, uh, uh, struggle, survive, and go through different things will be happy for you when it is completed. You may not have different people with you during the process, but once it's completed, they will see where you were talking about all alone, but you gonna have you doing the whole process. So you can't let naysayers, doubters, or people who don't support you not believe because God will send your supporters and whoever else he needs to help build your faith and keep you going. But you need you more than anybody. If God did it for Nehemiah, he brought faith, love, and, and and goals and positivity back in his family whatever your goal god would do the same for you so that is my podcast for this week god bless if you need a life coach or a spiritual coach you can book me on keepmedifferent.com if you need clothing or furniture i also have that on keepmedifferent.com until next week god bless